and welcome to another episode. This week, I thought we'd have a quick chat about decision making. What is a decision and why do we make them? Decisions are a final pronouncement of a choice. The best decisions aren't perfect. In fact, you might wonder if there is any such thing as a perfect decision. Perhaps with the benefit of hindsight, some decisions might look perfect in time. But in reality, decisions are the weighing out of a cost-benefit analysis and having the courage and confidence to say that a particular choice must be made even if it has flaws, even if there are risks involved. Now, that being said, risks, risks are not to be ignored. They are meant to be taken into account clearly and with full ramifications, full transparency, especially if other people are involved. But decisions are when time is of the essence, especially when time is of the essence. We've surveyed the scenario. We are not blind to any, any part of it. We go forward with it. And we do so because we know that there is only so much opportunity for deliberation. No decision, we understand, is in isolation. Every decision is part, if, even if unrelated in its outcomes, it is part of our ecosystem, it is part of our world. We make all these small decisions every day. Just think about the simple ones, like what do I want for breakfast? Maybe you choose toast, maybe there's eggs, maybe there's no eggs, maybe it's coffee, maybe it's tea, juice perhaps, cornflakes. So many choices. Now, one can say, oh, I had cornflakes, but I wish I had toast. That's one way to look at it. What if you say, could have had toast, but I chose cornflakes and it worked out just fine. So when we don't expect too much of any given outcome and when we are willing to just keep moving forward once the decision, the decision is actually made, then the regret that sometimes we feel regarding decisions is at least lessened if not completely taken away. We'll come back to regret at the end of this episode. But some, some of us might feel like decisions are hard. I don't want to make them. You make them for me. That's understandable. And when we're younger, when we're less experienced, maybe we won't follow, let someone else lead. And at the same time, when we do grow up, when we do gain experience, there has to be an occasion, a time, a moment when we say, now's the time for me to start making my own decisions. Here's the reason why. When someone else makes decisions and you have to abide by them, you have to accept those outcomes and they're not fun, they're not pleasant, you find someone to blame. You say, if you had made a different decision, my life would have been better or my day would have been better or my outcome would have been better. When in reality, the only way to make a good decision 
is to make it yourself and to not look back. Because then it's yours and yours alone. Let's try and take an example. Let's say you're working on a project. Let's say it involves a lot of money. It's in a particular company that you work with. It involves a lot of people bringing their various types of knowledge, technical knowledge, financial knowledge, sales knowledge, market knowledge. And everyone's trying to say, for example, as I once did, should we, should we not invest in this other company? As you know, many times larger companies buy smaller companies. And when we read those news headlines, we think, oh, so-and-so company, but so-and-so company, big deal. They paid their money, they moved on. The reality is there's so much deliberation, discussion, debate that occurs leading up to and even beyond the purchase decision. And many people fight each other with words, of course, but they fight each other because some people say it's a bad idea. It will have negative outcomes. And some people feel it's a good idea, even though it's not perfect. So what, what can I share about this particular iteration of decision making? What I can tell you is a decision uh, that I was part of, I was actually put on the spot. I was not expected to be partaking in that conversation. I was just an observer, a listener, since I didn't have the subject matter expertise at the time. And yet people insisted, we want your, uh, your perspective. And I said, well, as the case was in that, in that scenario, if the company that you're thinking of buying was not cheap to buy, would we be having this conversation? And then a silence fell upon the room. And guess what? They didn't buy the company. They realized they were falling into the fallacy that so many of us make, where you go to a store like Costco or a discount store of some kind, and everything is half the normal price, whatever the object or product might be. Do you really need it though? Okay, great. Shoes half off shirt half off. Don't you have enough shoes? Don't you have enough shirts? It's a fallacy, right? A psychological trick. It's a bad logic, to put it simply. So decisions always come with some underlying assumptions. Decisions are solutions to a need. They are choices that we make when more than one possible outcome is in front of us. And it is the gritting of our teeth to overcome the unpleasantness of many choices. The simplest example is you're sick. You got to take medicine to feel better. Cough syrup tastes terrible many a time, but you have to have the cough syrup so you feel better, right? Sometimes in our day-to-day -day life, we've had so many episodes de dedicated to difficult conversations and you have to give people bad news. So-and-so is being fired or so-and-so projects being canceled. But you have to do it. You have to rip off the band-aid and you have to let people know this isn't um, possible. Maybe it's possible later and there's better ways to do it. Check out our different episodes in this podcast on difficult conversations for more. But essentially, the, the essence, I think, to making 
decisions, strong decisions, is that we're clear about them. We know what we want, we know what we can do, we know what we cannot do, and we know what outcomes lie in front of us to choose from. So bottom line, I thought I'd come back to, as promised, a quick word about regret. What if you do have regret? What if you made a decision of some kind, personal, professional, any kind, right? And you say, well, you know, I shouldn't have bought this car or I shouldn't have taken this job. And I have heard those um, comments from people. First of all, it's okay to have that feeling and that to have a conversation with a trusted person in relation to that feeling. And it's okay to process it out, you know, and it's like, okay, well, I could have done this. I could have done that. Why did I choose this? It's always good to try and remember, at least with the major decisions we make, it's always good to try and remember why we said, hey, I want to buy this house or take this job. And often you figure out it was about timing. You know, it was, it was just a matter of what was happening, what was available, what was not available to you. And maybe you bought the house that you bought or bought the car that you bought. And suddenly something else came onto the market, maybe months later. And, you know, that wasn't an option. So you can't regret it. Now, of course, you can always think of what might be your next decision. And that's fine. But that doesn't invalidate the decision that you did make. And for whatever solace it might be, I do believe that things are certain, certain things are meant to be, especially the big decisions we make, maybe even the littlest ones, depending who you talk to. So take some comfort. Think hard and think properly about everything you choose. Have a good reason for it, and then don't look back. That's it for this week, everybody. A quick and short one. I wish you a happy Memorial Day weekend, and we'll see you next time.